1: What's going on, everybody? Pat Bear here, and we are back again. It is the month of February, and we are going to talk about pop culture. I don't know. Apparently, I have a song in my heart, and I needed to get it out. I'm being joined on the East Coast by Eric. Hello. And Benjamin Joseph, also known as BJ.
2: Oh, my God. I've had two Taco Bells call me Benjamin. Benjamin, <laughs> <laughs> you on the first strike. I don't know where that comes from, but hi, everybody. My name is BJ, not Benjamin. From now, now I'm going to go to go the Taco Bell just to be like, hey, I'm, I'm not ordering anything. I just need y'all to get my name right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Benjamin Joseph from now on. <laughs> and I've mentioned this on uh, some of the more recent episodes, saying that... Uh, we would potentially be having some extra special guests joining us. A member of our house, the house of, was it the house of X? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I think that's, I kept it that way. But instead of H O U S E, we went gay and said H A U S. Our first house member to cash in their guest spot on our program. Everybody say hello to Joel.
0: Hi, everyone.
1: Hi. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Hello. Joel, how long, have, how long have you been loving
0: our podcast for? So I was thinking about this. It has to have been about 10 years because oh, it was around the new 52 that I started listening. So I have been through iterations of this podcast. Uh, oh, I was here when the question was still a thing. So yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs>
1: Like you've been listening longer yeah, than I've so been a part of this podcast, so... Same! That's, that's, that's going back. That is going back. <laughs> well, we are so happy. Um, you actually were one of the the sounding boards that I had when I was redoing our Patreon and uh, threw out some of, some of the potential new perks. So we were glad to have you on and a part of the show. Now... Uh, now the funny part will be do you actually go and listen to this episode when it comes out, or do you just skip it?
0: <laughs> well, seeing as how I don't have to edit it, I'll probably listen to it. So yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. See, I just can't stand the sound of my own voice, which is amazing considering mm-hmm. how much I talk while we
2: do these shows. I don't I don't think any of us actually I think Brian might, but I think that's that's only his interview episodes. Um I I know. It's got to be a topic that I'm, like, super, like, excited about. But, like, no, when I first started, I don't think I listened to us for, like, a year.
1: Oh, I <laughs> still don't. I mean, aside from editing, like, the... I mean, well, because I lip through it. And then I go back and I edit. And most times, there are some times, I will be honest, let's pull back the curtain just a little bit. There are some days, like, if I know that we don't have any real big fuck-ups or anything major that has to get cut out... And if we're in a time crunch, because there are times when we'll record on a Thursday night, and it has to go out at 3 a.m. on Friday morning, like it has to get turned around right quick. So I'll go in and I'll be like, "Okay, this part, I'll find it, I'll I'll snip it out, and then I and then we go on." Um, but uh, when I have time, like we're recording roughly a week before the episode goes live, I'll listen through, and make sure you know, tidy it up, clean it up. And Mm -hmm. for those who've never edited a podcast before, it usually takes about twice as long as what the recording is. So if we record for two hours, I'm editing for about four. So not only have I lived through the episode in real time, I've now doubled the time afterwards. So I don't listen. Mm -hmm. I subscribe. and I keep us with that extra number. (laughs) Yeah. But most (laughs) of the time I do not, except when Stitcher will like, uh, when I'm on the main page and I just pick a show to listen to and we happen to be next, and I don't catch it because then all of a sudden I'll hear the the intro to ours and I'm like that's when I'll hear like our own intro in front of our own podcast because <laughs> the nerdy show shows like we rotate, and I'll be like, Why is there a flame on like commercial in front of the flame on episode? <laughs> that just seems weird, but it's always kind of fun so Let me know what you think, if you do listen to this, show once it's out in the wild, um, being cooked in a pot like uh, BJ's uh, meal prep in his Link style (laughs) with the little jingle behind it. If I could remember what the jingle sounded like, I would try to do it, but I don't
0: remember it. I just remember the failure one because I usually don't do so well on
1: those. (laughs) 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 Oh. i just want a wheel uh not wheel of fortune price is right uh fail horn to go off but we are here it is the month of february it is a brisk brisk like 13 degrees here in chicago uh we had a snowstorm the other day after a 50 degree after 50 degrees on wednesday it started to snow (laughs) So we got all of the snow that from the last snowstorm. Pretty much all went away. And then new snow came in and uh, took its place in a matter of like six hours. We got about eight to ten inches of snow. Which, yeah, I mean, right around Valentine's Day, it's always nice to get eight to ten inches. But snow, not as much. I'm sure it is uh, a a frigid temperature in Florida where BJ and Eric are. Um, Joel, what's the temperature? Is it 65? Oh, girl. Yeah, it's chilly today. Oh, that was my favorite time in Florida. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Bitch. That's when I was like, I'm not going to sweat as soon as I open the door to go outside. (laughs) Joel, what's the temperature by you? I know you're not that far from me, but.
0: Uh, It's 56 degrees in Houston right now. Oh, you're. Look. I'm in Texas. We don't get oh, that okay. cold. <laughs> for some reason
1: I thought you were in the Midwest. My bad. My bad. No, Never mind.
0: I am in Texas. <laughs> if it gets cold here, we don't have power, remember? <laughs>
2: too soon, too soon.
0: Mm, yep, yeah. <laughs> what infrastructure.
1: Do you need me to throw you <laughs> yeah. some paper towels? I'll just I'll chuck you some paper towels from here.
0: <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> So, now that we've talked the weather, <laughs> let's go ahead. <laughs> we are going to dive into the month of pop culture. These are the things that have, uh, have piqued our interest, sparked our desire to discuss them, or based off of our schedules, just the things that we actually had a chance to watch. So, we're going to talk about them. We'll do a round-robin style, and uh, we'll end the show with our one-ups, the things that are giving us life, 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 life. If my soundboard was working better, I would throw Mariah on real quick. But it's all it's all jittery and jumpy right now. I don't understand why. It's a good thing I don't pay for it. Got to love freeware.
2: <laughs> Anywho,
1: all right. So let's go ahead. We're gonna get started with our first topic. Joel, as our guest, special guest host, why don't you kick us off and uh, give us the first topic of the month?
0: So, our first topic is going to be Scream, the ah! recently released. Oh, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> the recently oh, filmed. Uh,
1: Should have done the Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson duet. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. That <laughs> yeah, would be great. But uh, it is a um, 2022 American slasher film directed by Radio Silence, uh, Matt Bettinelli Olfin, and Tyler Gillett, and written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. It is the fifth installment in the Scream film series. And it stars Melissa Barrera, Mason Gooding, Ginny Ortega, and Jack Quaid, alongside Mary Shelton, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Nev Campbell, who reprise their roles from the previous installments. And the film takes place 25 years after the original Woodsboro murders, when yet another ghost face appears and begins targeting a group of teens who are each somehow linked to the original killings. Womp womp. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you stay in Woodsboro? It's like living in Gotham or Metropolis. You're going to get killed at some point by something. But uh, so this installment I really enjoyed. I'll say up front. Um, I think it's obviously this being the first film not directed by Wes Craven. um, And since his passing in 2015, the way that they shoot this film and the way that the ghost face killer uh, kills people is different and more intense and a little more violent in how it works. Um, but overall, I think the thing that I really enjoyed about this film is instead of centering on Sidney Prescott or Gail Weathers or Dewey, like we've done in the previous films, this film actually centers around a group of teenagers in a similar style to the original film. Um, we're given it kind of an interior into their lives. And ultimately we see what brings Sidney Gail and Dewey back into the fold on this. Um, Overall, I think it does a great job as well with its meta commentary, not only on horror as it currently exists, but uh, fandom as well. Uh, They take their (laughs) sights at at fans and kind of toxic fandoms within those communities. But uh, I really enjoyed it.
2: (laughs) No, I watched it last night. And what's hilarious, so we've been getting a lot of meta commentary and meta stuff lately. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the Matrix, the new Matrix movie that came out. Um, was a big thing and the thing I love about Scream is Scream has done it not just well but has done it great almost every single iteration third the third I think the third movie was probably my my least favorite but honestly the first one and this one are probably my two favorite Scream movies Um, because it just it just finds its perfect little spot to be like oh hey this is a thing I'm like you know, using the internet to get famous. This, uh, this version is like, you know, about fandom and obsession. Um, and you kind of fit like, I honestly was disappointed with, um, uh, you knew who you pretty much could figure out who one of the killers were like right off the bat, but the other one actually broke my heart. I was like, there's (laughs) always one killer that fucking breaks my heart because I like that character. um, and I also love the fact that all of most of the characters are related to previous characters in the franchise. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert for those of you listening: um, the main, the final girl, or the main girl in this movie is actually Billy Loomis's illegitimate daughter, who was the killer, one of the killers in the first movie. So, yep. who suffers from psychosis, which? Really threw a wrench in the whole like, I don't know what's real. I don't know if she's actually killing people yeah. and she just doesn't know. Because it toys with that idea of elevated horror where you don't know what the hell's going on. You're like, yeah, you're expecting the rug to get pulled out from under you. But then when it doesn't, that's kind of a twist in its own. So I, I loved it. I thought it was great.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think I agree with BJ, like the killer reveal is kind of not as satisfying as I think the kills leading up to it. So when you reveal to like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess sure it's them. But uh, I also agree. I liked uh, one of the things as well as the group of teens are aware how this movie works. So they know one of them is the killer. So there's kind of a lot of fun played with, you know, characters being like, well, don't go alone. Well, you went alone. You're probably the killer or you could be killed right now. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of fun, like playing with that kind of suspicion of each other throughout the film as well. Oh, and fuck them for that
2: goddamn house. The like <laughs> yeah. that that moment where every, they play the music every time he opens a door and goes to close the door, and not yeah. only that one fucking broke my fucking heart. Like that kill was probably the oh. that whole thing was the best scream killer moment of I think almost the entire series because. Like yeah. I thought he was gonna be okay, I straight up was like, Ooh. I thought he was gonna be okay, and then it turned out like, oh no, surprise, he's not, and and he was the most yeah. prepared out of all of them, and I was like, <laughs> yes, why? And uh. oh, you know the worst part about that is literally <laughs> as soon as that scene ends, because I'm, I'm watching it on my phone, and um, my mom calls me. Like as soon as that scene ends, and I answer the phone, I'm like, bitch, you better be alive right now. And she's like, What are you she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm like, I want you to understand. So I told her the scene and she's like, oh fuck. She's like, it's like I planned it. And I'm like, what do you want, Gail? What do you want,
0: mother? What oh, do you Gail. want?
2: How are you just calling me just to catch up and you have fucked with me?
1: oh gail
0: yeah and one that what's great about the scene you're talking about bj too is not only is the tension drawn out but that's also the character named after wes craven uh Mm -hmm. the character's named west in the movie so it's a really nice kind of moment to have that character like going through all that um but i do want to talk about one easter egg that i didn't realize was in the movie until afterwards um this film confirms a character from four survived um and it's uh Kirby from Scream 4, played by Hayden Panitaire, did survive the movie, did not die on screen, because <gasps> in the scene where there's the YouTube video, there's a video on the side where it's an interview with her, talking about her surviving. And when Dewey's character is looking at his phone, he has multiple missed calls from Kirby. So she could potentially pop up in the recently announced Scream 6 that has been put in production, so could get Hayden Panettiere back in the films.
2: Oh my god, please yes because her I lo- her character was one of my favorite ones in the fourth one. And oh, which yeah. I audibly get, ga- I screamed. I straight up just like in the theater when she got sc- <laughs> stabbed, I just went, "Oh!" like <laughs> all my friends with me were like we're just like that's the one. They're like that's the one mm-hmm. character that you're upset. And I'm like Kirby was a it was it was one of Hayden Panettiere's yeah. like non Disney, non like wayfish like stupid blonde moments yeah. I really like I really liked her character so the fact that that um she is alive in the series I need her to come back
0: now yes uh, it is also interesting that like this has like I think the lowest body count of all the screams so far and also because mm-hmm. we have four characters that survive to the end um, and can potentially be in sequels uh, two of which are the twins who I think are the best characters of the new set yes (laughs) um
4: i I will say though i think the body count is higher it's just it was all like off screen or extras murders because in the hospital just about
0: everybody died (laughs) this is (laughs) true i forgot about that (laughs) that was the hospital (laughs) was a bloodbath (laughs) yeah can we pour one out for poor Tara? Because that girl goes through an entire like journey in this movie. <laughs> Holy like, the shit. The scene in the hospital where she's trying to wheel herself around and she's like keeps hurting her hand. I was like, oh, oh. fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the one non surviving returning cast? Well, two of them didn't survive, but the more important of the two, I think, is uh, David Arquette's Dewey does not make it. <laughs> poor Dewey. I, and he that goes, that bro that
2: honestly that I that hurt that hurt me. I was bro. like one I was like okay get uh, when he the moment he stopped at the elevator I was like bitch you're Bye. dead. You're Bye. fucking yeah. dead. I'm like don't have to worry about any nerve damage this time because and that was a brutal fucking kill. Yeah. Ugh, but that yeah. that line it's an honor. It just yeah, like that was, gave me oh, fucking so dark Oh.
0: But can we also give it to uh, Sydney and Gail for at least being smarter in this film whenever the one girl comes out being like, I got a (laughs) tag! And they're like, it's a trap, right? And they're like, oh, definitely a trap. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's like,
2: it's a trap. And then then I love the fact that the killer, she's just like, eh, fuck it. And then goes (laughs) to (laughs) immediately shoot them. Like, the killer's using a gun. That's a new thing, too.
0: Yeah, okay. But can we talk about how they dispose of that girl, though, in the kitchen?
2: <laughs> oh, that was that. Honestly, that's got to be also one of my favorite killer. This has like my favorite death of the killers moments in it. Yeah, like yeah. when oh. Sam just kind of gives in to her psychosis, and you're just like, "Yeah, I'm, I, I'm here for it." And then you have the other one that's just fucked up and set on fire. <laughs> I God, was like, yeah. So good. It was it honestly, it was it this was like a full on love letter to, to slasher movies. I loved it.
0: Yeah. And I think going forward, you know, this definitely also retires both Sydney and Gail, I think, in a natural way where they don't have to come back anymore. We don't have to keep centering the story on them. We have these four characters where we can move forward with them, do mm-hmm. something different with them, and kind of get their reactions as this kind of continues on. Yeah. Did you ever watch any of the uh T V series? no i watched like a episode and i was like i don't i don't need sanitized horror movie i'm good
2: so so the 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 one on it was the mtv was the first two that had the two seasons yeah that those one the kills were fucking brutal as shit in that one like the killer setting traps it was very much a different like it was completely original story a different town yeah. Um, some a handful of the characters I really like, handful I was like, oh, well, I'm glad they're dead. Um, but <laughs> it was, it was actually, it was pretty good. It was, I'm not gonna lie, it, if, if you can, if you can get through that first episode, like, yeah. st- like, like I said, some of the kills in that one are actually more brutal than the ones in this one. <clears throat> so okay.
0: Okay. definitely give, give, give I not
2: I never watched the third season that was, I think that was on like BET. Um, but definitely give that, give, uh, the first two seasons a shot.
0: Yeah, Uh, how did
1: it go from MTV to BET? Like, that feels like a very odd uh move in the Paramount umbrella.
2: Eh. No idea,
1: the world may never know (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So, let's throw out some uh flame ratings. What do y'all give it for uh flame ratings for Scream?
0: Um, I'm comfortable giving this one a four out of five flames, like, it, it was great. I wouldn't say it was perfect, because I definitely think the killer's reveal was... "Mm, We kind of could see coming. (laughs) Uh,
2: I'd probably give it a 4 out of 5 as well. And I agree
4: as well. 4 out of 5 flames.
1: Okay. I'll just randomly give it 4 out of 5. I haven't seen it, but I'll (laughs) just... I don't want to mess up the average. So So that is... Screw... <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to pronounce the five in the middle of it, but you know. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's this- scream, go check it out. Uh positive glowing reviews here on Flame on. I haven't seen a scream movie I think since 1 or 2. When was Jerry O'Connell in it and then killed? That was 2. two. two? That was okay, two. so yeah, so probably 2. I I don't think you I've could, seen anything past there.
2: You could actually jump from you could either yeah, you jump from three. one to this one, or you could jump from two to this one, and it completely it works. Four yeah. is still good yeah. though. I four like is good. One. Honestly, you could ju- you could go from those and jump to four if you wanted.
1: Yeah, interesting. Maybe maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I will. We'll see. Uh, is it on? Are the the scream movies on a streaming platform?
0: I'll have <sighs> to check. I think they were on mm. Peacock last I checked, but they might be on Paramount Plus now. I can't remember. I ended up buying them from Amazon because I didn't want to deal with another streaming service.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, well, and did Scream Five also premiere on Peacock when it came out of the theater? No, I know. No. Oh, okay, I know that a couple of movies lately have been um, simultaneously yeah, but... released, but okay, cool, cool. Well, I'll have to check it out, and maybe I will. Maybe I'll throw myself back into the world of Ghostface. All right, moving right along sorry I'm singing it singing it in my head now
4: Footloose and fancy free
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> uh <laughs> let's throw it over to b j the little video games in our lives video games video games
2: so uh so this week, for those of you uh that may not have been on YouTube, I was inundated with tons of advertisements for it um the uh february 2022 nintendo direct um happened and right now i know everybody is probably um knee-deep in pokemon uh, i can't even say uh, asterisk acaris acaris arceus Arceus. there we go it's pokemon Uh, Pokemon asterisk Asterisk. we just asterisk (laughs) pokemon assy um but uh But uh, so, yeah, so I'm just going to give a rundown of the things that I'm excited for. But um, at the time of this recording, uh, February 19th, I'm going to put IGN's like big overview where you don't actually have to watch the whole video. You can just, you know, scroll down and look for the things that you're looking for. Um, So all as far as the things that I'm excited for, we've got Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, I have not actually played a Xenoblade Chronicles game, but I uh, have been told that it's incredibly good, and lately I've been knee-deep in a bunch of RPGs that I've been putting off, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to enjoy this one. Um, Something that is absolutely absurd and I'm a little bit excited about, but also terrified, um, Mario Kart Deluxe is about to get 48 new tracks with paid DLC through 2023. So I'm pretty sure it's gonna be nine like all of your classic tracks. I think there's gonna be a whole like rainbow road course of nothing but rainbow roads if you want to punish yourself like that. Um, if you're a masochist, gonna, so that'll be where I go. Got if you're it. a masochist, yes. Um, the, yeah, it's uh, the it'll cost 24.99 uh, for all of it, um, and it'll be free to all members of the Nintendo Switch Online. Um, if you get the, uh, expansion pack. So that's, it's, that's
1: the new one, right? The, that new updated online. Yes, that's yeah. like ridiculously expensive compared to what it used to be.
2: Yes. But got you it, also get, it. what is it? You get Sega Genesis and N64 games on top of the Nintendo and Super Nintendo games. Um,
1: I'm, I'm jumping. I'm, I'm getting my wallet right this second. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You can do what we did, where we just bought the family thing and split it among like eight adults, and then it's only like ten dollars a person. So that's an right, option to do. <laughs> that's not
2: a bad idea. I um, mean, come
1: on,
0: come on, flame
2: on, flame on, family pack. <laughs> like, flame on, family pack. I, I was gonna say so we should get a subscription for like a, a family, family subscription, flame on, family pack. Yep. I mean. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's an option. Uh,
2: (laughs) But, uh, speaking of Nintendo though, and super Nintendo, they are releasing earthbound and earthbound beginnings. I've never played an earthbound game. Um, and I've mother three, I guess is a sequel to the earthbound games. That's never been released in the U S and everybody's clamoring for it to be uh, released. Um, but those are now on the Nintendo switch online system. Um, So those are, it's an old RPG, but I guess they finally got the rights to actually like retool them for streaming. Um, and then
1: Earthbound is where Ness comes from, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's It's Lucas and Ness come. Lucas, I think comes from Mother 3 and Ness comes from from
4: Earthbound. Earthbound. Yeah. The one that was on Super Nintendo. Yeah. I
2: think that's Earthbound too. Uh, So, well, no, it's Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings, and I guess Beginnings is like a completely, I don't know if it's a prequel game or if that's technically Earthbound 2, but I'm excited. I've already favorited those in the eShop, and I'm definitely going to uh, sink some time into that once I'm done with Shin Megami Tensai 4, if if I'm ever done with it. Um, And then finally for me, Chrono Cross Remaster has been announced for the Switch, and everybody and their grandmother is beyond excited about uh chrono cross and i have never played a chrono chrono cross game i know there's chrono cross and chrono cross trigger or chrono trigger um so i'm i'm actually excited there's uh and what's funny is a lot of people were very not excited about this direct everybody was like this was yeah. man," but all my but all my friends that are uh um a uh, big into rpgs and everything uh zerberus who actually lives in chicago um he's very very Former excited for, yeah Oh, that's right. I forgot. Girl, like, I'm
1: uh, not
2: <laughs> 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 he's um so yeah, so um he was super excited, I'm super excited, there's a lot of people. Um, and then you've got the standard, you got a new Kirby game. That's there's always a new Kirby game.
4: With Mega um, Mouth mode.
0: With, yeah, or <laughs> Mouthful mouth. mode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the memes. Never... <laughs> the Mega Mouth memes yeah. have been the best. <laughs> Mega Mouth is like my new favorite thing. On this planet. I love it. Everybody loves a good Mega Mouth. Um, I
1: heard heard the word (laughs) Kerbussy last night at the bar. (laughs) And my life has never been the same in the 12 hours since I heard (laughs) it. And I wish I could go back to a pre-Kerbussy life. No.
0: I, I mean, it's a game where Kirby, like, partially vores a bunch of items. So, I mean, I guess, you know, <laughs> this is the world we live in now.
2: <laughs> oh, he doesn't partially. He, he full-on. He, he, he sucks he it gets
0: down. A, I mean, but the items that he can turn into, it's only, like, him on top of them. and then He, he, he just, he just can't off. swallow. <laughs> yeah, he can't swallow. <laughs> he's,
2: he's a spitter. He's a spitter. <laughs> he,
3: he assimilates.
2: He can assimilate it. <laughs> It takes him a second, but he, he can suck it down. Um, <laughs> Kirby, what that mouth do? <laughs> I need. A, that's our new T-shirt. That's our new merch. Kirby, what that mouth do? Or or, or what is that? What does that cur- bussy do? Oh, and no. it's just and it's just a pink shirt in the Kirby font. What does that kerbussy do? That's there we go. That's the title of the episode. Um, no, no, scre- screaming about that kerbussy. There we go. Uh, see, I'm the
0: idea man here. But- I,
1: I, I love that you actually are like utilizing how I name our our episodes yeah. by doing that.
0: Nice.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: screaming five kerbussy. <laughs> If only it was Scream Four, it would have been perfect.
2: <laughs> yeah, Scream
1: Four Kerbussy.
2: <laughs> Scream Four oh, Kerbussy.
1: Scream Four Plus One Kerbussy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and the, so um, if you guys listening want to f- find out what else uh, they announced, um, I will have the IGN um, page up with everything neatly uh, separated into its trailer. So you know, again, if you want to watch the trailer, you don't have to watch the whole direct. Um, if you want to watch the whole Direct, it'll be there. But uh, yeah, so that's what I'm excited about. And uh, my Nintendo Switch is probably going to get a workout coming up here soon.
1: And I will just add into that, uh, if you were listening to this, you probably m- will have to scroll back just a little bit if BJ posts it now, because this it'll be a few days before this yeah. reaches the general audience. Although our Patreon listeners will probably be hearing this uh, a few days earlier, so go check if you don't see it at the top of our page, just scroll back a little bit and it will be there for you to peruse and, um, suck in if you will, at, at your own leisure and pace. So, so you can do what that mouth do. <laughs> any final thoughts on uh, Nintendo direct? Anybody else have any, any, Good takeaways. I haven't seen anything. I knew that there was talk about Kirby and uh Mario Kart, but I, I love the fact that BJ's takeaways are all games from um my late teen years. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm not super excited for this one, but it it was
4: part of the direct um the Disney. Uh, kart racing game, which is basically oh, going to yeah. be Kingdom Karts. Um, <laughs> 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 I don't oh, know why no. I'm just in with that because it's right there, um, yeah. it, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. um, and while it wasn't part of the direct, I will say I was disappointed by the more recent um announcement that Nintendo put out, where uh, obviously, obviously. Mm. At some point, the Wii U and the 3DS shop were going to go away. Everybody knew that was going to happen. But now Disney is saying that all those classic games are only going to be available on their, whatever their monthly service is. Whatever the equivalent of PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus is for Nintendo.
2: okay. I was going to say, you said Disney. Mm -hmm. And I was like... Uh, I'm sorry. I was like, wait, I was going to say, did Disney acquire Nintendo? Do I get something else free? Please, tell me.
0: Um,
4: But yeah, the the fact that Disney won't be selling these classic games separately. You mean Nintendo? Oh my goodness. I, I don't know why I have those two companies interchangeable, but... I mean, Disney could sell them too. I mean, they yeah. have the money. Uh, but no, the fact that Nintendo won't be selling these games just standalone, yeah, to people is very frustrating.
0: Well, yeah, and as someone right who
4: doesn't own a Switch, and I would play these games via Steam or whatnot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and with the eShop right now at least for 3DS, they no longer accept credit cards. You have to buy the like Nintendo eShop credit to be able to buy things in them. So, yeah. they are slowly starting to shut this all down. So, if you want a particular game or you have, you know, you see people recommending something, get it now. Be- because
4: it ju- it just gives people more of a reason to pirate Nintendo games. Yeah. Because that's the only way they can access these things. Yeah. yeah,
1: this is true. This is true, mm-hmm. and I mean that's why, like you know, call me, call me an old man, call me you know an old fogey. I do it myself, but I I cling to physical media, and I know it's a little bit different when you're talking consoles because you have to make sure you still have one and it's working and you know operational. But like that's why I still buy CDs. That's why I still you know will purchase certain things in physical form. Because in a in a digital world, if at, at the drop of a hat, you know, companies can turn around or artists or whoever can be like, Hey, I don't want this available, or we're gonna now change how we're we're making this available to you, yeah. it's tough, you know, some to, to be able to hold on to those things and be able to enjoy them when you want to. Yeah. So I mean I'll. You'll have to pry the CDs out of my my cold <laughs> dead hands, <laughs> and even my my one up, which I'll get to. I was looking to buy that on CD, and it's like it's not a. Normally, I can go to Target yeah. and pick it up. You know, like when Taylor Swift's um, uh, re releases were coming out, it's like okay, cool. Let me go grab my physical copy of it. And this album came out on the eleventh and. Yeah, I can buy it on Amazon, but it's like 20 bucks on Amazon mm-hmm. and it's not available in like at a Target or, you know, stores that are, are local where I can just go and pay, you know, my my 10 or 12 bucks, whatever it normally is for a CD and and go get it. So yeah. it's, a, it's a little tough. And then even when it comes down to music, like Apple's moving away from like iTunes selling yeah. the the files. So you can't even yeah. buy the album and download it and not have a physical copy, but at least own it. Where you can back it up and put it on something and 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 own those files, it's we're going to an all streaming world, and I don't like it. <laughs> Socialism is winning. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Everyone owns everything. This is the future. Liberals want. <laughs> mm-hmm
1: uh but that is nintendo direct so go check it out those are bj's recommendations the things that he uh enjoyed the most from this announcement uh he will be posting the full rundown from ign along with the the trailer if you want to go check it out go check it out on our facebook page facebook.com forward slash flame on show and uh and go check it out and let us know in the comments or tweet at us or or just you know send us a quick email and let us know what you're looking forward to because we love to hear from you all and uh, interact in that way. All right. Next topic, Eric, what you got for us? Ho-
4: Hooray. It is, it's time for the RuPaul segment of the show um, <laughs> where we, we aren't doing a mini. So this, this time, but, we will talk about most of the things RuPaul going on. Uh, RuPaul, like, there's only like
1: 16 countries that we got to go over right now. Let's <laughs> yeah. rapid fire. Okay. Let's do this. <laughs> Italy, <At> Spain, least- <laughs> Holland, Turkey, Greece, Romania, UK, Canada. <laughs> well, right let's now do we're just
4: going to stick. Right now we're just going to stick with the original, uh, the US. Um, but uh, for season 14,
1: um, it's just chocolate. It's it is traffic. i mean
4: that's that's the <laughs> theme of the season um it's it's all about how how much uh emotional distress rupaul can put on these queens this season because good lord in the first two episodes sending two queens home and then saying oh just come on back whatever we'll i mean at least it was it. only <laughs> two
1: this time <laughs> she didn't tell what seven of- <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> okay but she made them pack their stuff up and then come back in with it. So they,
1: <laughs> I wonder if they really did pack their stuff up, though. I feel like they were told, they were like, listen.
4: I mean, they probably just put everything on rolling carts and just and wheeled it out up. of the room. Yeah. And then, but still, I mean, the, the other queens didn't know they were going to come back. Um, mm-hmm. And let's see here. And then the whole chocolate bar, whatever that is. The Willy is um, going on here. Exactly. Um, and the fact of how it happens after they they just lost the lip sync, they know they're going to go home. And say, Oh, no. I mean, I'm not sending you home. It's the drag gods that are going to send you home
1: if you don't have this gold candy bar. <laughs> could I say, could, let me just, I just want to say, her face every time... RuPaul is like, I'm acting. She's like, <gasps> oh, well, I guess you have to go home now. It's <laughs> like, bitch, really? She's, every single time, just.
4: <gasps> oh, yeah. I want someone to act it up like they got the bar. <laughs> and then it just, no.
1: To and be like, the be like bitch! It. No, we know it's not in there. <laughs> yeah,
0: hold yeah. On, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: not, not me bringing gold nail polish out in my <laughs> yeah. city during the lip sync and be like, "Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open it over."
0: Look, it's it's gold. You just said the whole thing had to be gold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pull up all the fucking Be like, um, I'm not going home.
4: <laughs> but I mean, ever, ever since. I mean, the doors that Eureka has opened because
0: <laughs>
4: uh, Ocean needs to get down on this RuPaul set because these girls are hurting themselves left and right. Every season now, a girl seems mm-hmm. to injure themselves and go home. They're hurt.
1: They're hurting themselves left and left because none of it is right. <laughs> okay.
4: I mean, poor
0: cornbread because. Uh, Truly a front runner that got taken out over some bullshit. <laughs> and,
4: and the narrator of the season. Mm hmm. Because she had all the good confessionals
1: and the heart um, of the season with her and how she was treating Willow. Her and yeah. Willow, oh my goodness! Al- Although I will say that I was I was not happy with how she was treating Jasmine. Like that was a little much. Like I mean, that whole it was episode. A
4: little, it, it, it I I understand needing to bring it up and have a discussion, but the fact that she just kept digging into her the entire episode. Yeah. And poking and poking and poking and poking.
1: It was it, it was a little rough to see, like the like the bitches sitting there like just taking notes, and then you have to. Well, if you're taking notes and you're not listening, no, that's. I mean, that's the whole point of taking notes. Is I am listening and I'm like, writing like you, it down. <laughs> like, like you told me to be quiet, so I'm being <laughs> yeah. quiet.
0: But she's not doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Jasmine set herself up for that by joining that team. She could have easily went with the other one <laughs> That's and not true had to do as that. Well.
1: <laughs> But I, I at least applaud her for wanting to like try to make amends and be like, "Hey, I, I, I'm going to join this team. I'm going to show you guys that I can work with you all." And 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 then just, but I mean, they're also drag queens, and yeah, yeah like that was the only time where I, I was like, "Damn!" Like they're really painting cornbread in in a light that i don't think is very flattering because it's one thing to bring it up like you were saying eric it's another thing to not ever let it go for like that entire first segment
0: yeah <laughs> well can uh. we talk about uh dia uh jan edit that she's getting this season they're <laughs> trying to break this poor girl as much as they humanly can <laughs>
1: As every episode, she turns more and more into Crystal Method, as she's like, yes. I'm not Crystal Method. Next thing you know, she's going to come out in, like, Crystal's exact outfit and makeup and be like, I swear I'm not Crystal Method. She's going to have a fucking mullet as- in the workroom before we know it. She oh, is going God. to be the barge on
4: the Snatch Game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Ooh. Every oh, answer God.
1: is just... To the beat of the rhythm of the night. <laughs> That's it. it. Has nothing to do with the question. Yeah, exactly. Literally, just going to be that soundbite every uh, single time. Um the
4: the whole metamorphosis of it all. Um, <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that, that highly that highly
1: underrepresented uh, class of <laughs> cis straight white men.
4: Mm-hmm. A cu- a couple of her runways, I was impressed by the rain cloud. Was fantastic, I loved it. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, the Marie she just, Antoinette. If she wasn't, I mean, I know why she had to wear flats, but the, the outfit should have covered it better. But I love yeah. that Marie Antoinette look. She,
4: she would not wear anything that touched the floor. <laughs> <laughs> she loved to show off her little, uh, her, her little
1: uh, biscuit, her biscuit kickers. kickers. <laughs> <laughs> she was so proud of them. Um, well, but no, she just. She, There have been amazing queens that have become, um, like, the absolute fan favorites of the world whose dresses did not hit the floor on their initial run. Adore Delano, that shit never hit the floor. That shit was even worse (laughs) like.
0: Okay. But Adore has a personality. Can we at least say that? (laughs) Yes.
1: She's uh, taking a dick in her ass at some point yeah, in time. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, oh, he's, he's missing something. He's missing that. Ooh. It's like he has not been fucked. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's
4: just because, that's just because uh, Maddie, Maddie's pussy was never on fire.
1: <laughs> it was just warming up. <laughs> Maybe had she stuck a coffee enema up her ass, it would have helped yeah. her. Who knows? Coffee with a K. Um,
4: <laughs> that K gives it its kick. Um and then it, and then that whole Maddie and Jasmine moment in Untucked oh. was something. Jasmine was like, Little straight boy, you are not sending me home. Um I am not June Jambalaya.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh June. Uh, yeah. It was like watching someone just argue with a wall because Maddie's like <laughs> trying to be like I'm I'm gonna be able to beat you and it's just like oh baby oh baby <laughs> just just <sit> down <laughs> she's um, so out of her depth
4: <laughs> for real. Um And then did y'all see last night's episode?
1: I, have I haven't, but I'm, I'm. Oh no, I'm okay with being spoiled. Um i would say that the category
4: of chaps on the runway was interesting it did have a fantastic reveal though lady camden freaking killed it all right um
0: nice nice
4: yeah i i liked the idea of the um main challenge it was an acting challenge i thought everybody was doing well I will say the playback, some people liked what happened. I personally did not. Huh. I
1: felt like it huh. was. I'm acting. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
4: um, I feel change like it was just.
1: Outfit, change, it change it around.
4: I mean, somebody's got to go home first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, and everybody I, talks I, shit about All Stars 1. It gave us <laughs> some amazing quotes. <laughs>
0: That but it was all episode. in one. Episode <laughs> yeah, that <first> episode.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it gave us all of that, and then the one lip sync, um, Juju being Raven. Raven, and that was that. That was it. That that was all of All Stars one. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
0: God.
1: <laughs> and I could have cared less about Raven in that lip sync, and I was more sad about Juju. So
0: <laughs> exactly. yeah. God, that whole challenge where that comic never materialized after oh. afterwards. <laughs>
1: Um, out. Like Sorry. half of the prizes that they won.
0: Oh, true. Yeah. This is also very true. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, at least they get told they'll get prizes. They don't get nothing like a, a certain other series. Mm-hmm. We'll talk I about mean, that in a minute. <laughs> I,
4: I will. I will spoil this from last night's episode. Lady Camden became the first UK queen to win money on RuPaul's Drag Race because right. none of the UK queens. From RuPaul's UK, have won any cash money on that show? They okay, have won yeah. repeater badges.
0: Yeah. I don't think Charlie Hyde's ever did anything. Uh, That's what oh. to
2: <laughs> Do something, Charlie! Do something! Mm, mm, mm. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm, mm.
1: Sorry, I know. It's, I know. Podcasting is a visual medium. I was just reenacting uh, Charlie Hyde's lip sync. <laughs> And it was a very emotional, um, untucked,
4: um, it's, it's a very good season for trans Queens. I'll say that. Yeah. All of, all of the representation
1: this season. It's, it's very good. Um, is Carrie actually doing something? Cause I like her, but girl, she's not, she's not delivering for me. I and mean, I need, I need her, I, mean, I need her to stop she... wearing her everyday hair on the runway. <laughs> I need her to drag that hair the fuck up. It is gorgeous. It looks natural. It her, looks beautiful. Her but hair no. on the runway was
4: freaking amazing. This her oh, outfit good. on the other hand was eh, questionable. Um, <laughs> but her hair was freaking incredible. No, oh, good, good. she didn't do that great in the challenge, but she is there for other people in the cast. And it's just good, good very good. good to see. Um.
1: I actually like this cast. I'm not mad about this cast. Yeah. I just... I haven't felt as invested in the, in the cast. I liked Cornbread, but obviously now yeah. she's gone. I don't I mean, have I the love- same feel for Willow that a lot of people
0: do. I love Willow so much. I do too. I, th- I think... I think but there's always that moment, I think, in Drag Race where like the middle of the season is hard to tell because some people haven't completely pulled out to the front. Some haven't completely fallen to the wayside yet. So we're still in that weird category where we don't know quite who to root for because, you know, well, I mean, we're like six bullshit. episodes
1: in and only lost like four queens.
0: Yeah. So this is also true. And yeah, the- I mean
1: I
4: I saw on I saw on Twitter this morning where somebody just said, "Man, Bob is going to be pissed at uh this episode <laughs> cuz nobody went home." <laughs> and, then, and then somebody replied by saying, "At this point in uh season 8, there was already a top 5."
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, not wrong. Not wrong. Actually not wrong cuz it was what that season was like nine episodes total. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. Yeah. Oh, no, it's I, mean, bit- I, I, I will aware. I will say
4: probably uh my top four right now to make the final for me would probably be uh Willow, Angeria, Bosco, and Lady Camden. I think Bosco. they're kind of all- Bosco. No.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> from Friends of the Pod, um <laughs> over at Rich Chaser. Um Yeah, I mean that's that's my top four right now.
0: Yeah, same. But, That's about mine as well.
4: But RuPaul is obsessed with Georges, so who's to say what's going to happen <laughs> there?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I may uh, put you in the box just to fabric. see him lip-sync again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a piece of fabric, so maybe yeah, she it should was. have.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know... They gotta have storylines since Corbred left, so they're trying. They're working with what they got. I, the, guess. the, the cat. <laughs> I mean, it.
4: It. I don't even think it was so much for Georgia. So I think it was just the emotional trauma to put on okay. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no,
0: they gotta let her spin around like a top. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, Angeria. I mean, I don't know. Angeria is... It's weird. I like her, but there's something about her that it just like is is off for me. And maybe it's because. When I look at her, all I see is the love child of Jada Essence Hall and <laughs> Heidi in Closet. Um, <laughs> but I think she is like the absolute front runner for for the season. I feel like Willow is going to be that fifth place that that uh, coveted fifth place spot where so many fan favorites have gone home, uh, like Latrice and Katya. Um, Others, oh, Ben de la Creme, like, there are, like, that's a a coveted spot for queens that the fans love, but there's always a couple of people that are kind of ahead of them in in the production's eyes. Um, Because, again, you know, the majority of this has been filmed, they don't know how the fans are going to react to it, and then all of a sudden, they realize, oh, well, maybe we could have done this differently. Yeah. Um, But I think Angeria... Uh, I feel like Carrie's gonna go all the way. I don't know if necessarily. I, I'm hoping that she blossoms more because I think she would be fierce on the show. But I have a feeling that she'll she'll end up at the end, um, and then probably Bosco like up there. I I, I can't really pin a fourth. Maybe Camden. Yeah. She's an odd one for me, but I think she's got a lot of what it takes. She's so just been, been on the rise her. the past couple episodes, and so, yeah, yeah. So I I could see her. I could see Camden Carey, Angeria, and Bosco, Bosco,
4: Bosco, Bosco. <laughs>
1: um, in the top four, and then Willow Willow is uh, fifth place, like for sure. If Cornbread was still in it, I would definitely say. Cornbread. Okay, yeah, yeah.
4: Cornbread would be in the top if she was still there.
1: Right. Cornbread and Angeria would be my my picks for like the the top two. Um, but yeah, I, I think overall it's it's a solid season. I think yeah. that they have made some good decisions in a in a in a in a pandemic world in putting the season together and producing this season. Yeah. I think it's still kind of shitty. Like they should have just done like the first two episodes. Like if they were going to split it, just do what they've done in the past, like for uh, season twelve where yeah. just have a winner have the top two lip sync for the win and then just combine them afterwards mm-hmm. like I, this whole sending people home for n- no reason other than to fucking torment them is ridiculous yeah. so
0: also the chocolate bar we can do without that uh, <laughs> That can oh go away. It's, it's just <laughs> unnecessary like, yeah.
1: it, it, they, it's just chocolate they
0: a, yeah they need a, tw- a twist but this one is not the one I think they could go back to the drawing board on it <laughs>
1: Oh, y'all wanted a twist? Come (laughs) on, season whatever the 14. Let's not get chocolate bars. Like, just no. Let's find something else. (laughs) And we'll see. Obviously, there is a way for production to just make this what they want it to be. And that's, I think, I think that's really the kind of issue with it. Like, if we thought it was actually fair, and that somebody like June Jambalaya could have had the fucking golden chocolate bar on episode two of Eliminations. Yeah. May or one, well, and She was the first well, one eliminated.
4: Well, I mean, I, no. I, am, I am 100% sure that those queens are not holding on to those candy bars the entire time. Because they they all signed that sheet basically saying, okay, this is the number of candy bar that I got. Oh, no, they so signed the they candy
1: get- bar itself. They signed the paper, the back okay. of the, the wrapper.
4: Okay. But- okay. Well, yeah, they just gave them to production, and then production gives it back to the queen after the lip sync. I mean, that's how it's being done. So who's to say production couldn't just swap out whatever
1: well and and they show them like ripping open like it's a whole thing but production can open and reseal up, a yeah. fucking yeah. bar like that's not a big deal and honestly once they're picked they don't have to read they only have to touch two of them the one with the gold and then whichever yeah. one they want to put in if, it, if that person didn't already yeah. pick it so let's say yeah. like let's say bosco has it if Bosco signed a, a one that's, you know, obviously they're, they're not real chocolate because you're not going to have all sweaty, you know, <laughs> titty melted chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> no titty chocolate here. Um, no padding here. Uh, <laughs> um, deep cuts from Drag Race history. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they only have to touch that one and the gold one. So it's not like yeah. they have to do all the, like, yeah. it's not like it has to be, but it's good, but it's fixed. We know this. Because they yeah. want the storyline to work the way they want it to, yeah. So it's 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 tough, but overall, overall, a good season. I'm not mad yeah. about the season oh, at yeah. all. Yeah. I haven't really watched Untalked, but I, I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying the show overall. And I enjoyed uh, th-
4: the other week when Pat was down in Orlando. We got to see Willow Pill perform live in her uh, house, yes. uh, um, and it was fun. I thought she did well. It was cute. it definitely so was. Cool. Yeah
1: so I'm excited for the rest of the season. yeah All right, dear listeners, we are so glad that you are enjoying our show. We do this because we know that you love hearing us ramble on about pop culture. <laughs> Just kidding, we do it because we we love to get together and chat about the world and talk about the things that we like to uh, we like to enjoy in pop culture. You can help continue supporting our show in one of two fantastic ways. First is by heading over to our website, flameonshow.com. From there, you can check out our social media. You can find us on Twitch or on YouTube. You can even head over to our Threadless shop. Joel is actually decked out from head to toe in all Flame On swag. I mean, if uh, Willem and Alaska can say that they're up in high <laughs> horde drag every episode, mm-hmm. we yep. can say that Joel is just a walking flame on billboard and exactly. you'll have to believe it because you aren't here to see it. Uh, <laughs> but our thread, the shop link is there. Go check out the flame on swag that we have. And if you do purchase some, take a picture, tag us, show us. We would love to see it. Um, you can also head over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flame on show. There is a link on our website as well. And join at any one of the four levels that are available from a dollar all the way up until 10. You could become our next house member, get some flame on swag, the pins. Joel, don't you love the pin?
0: Yes, the pin is amazing. Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, He actually has that. BJ and Eric haven't gotten theirs because I forgot them when I went to Florida.
2: I would love a pin. A pin would be great right now. I mean,.
1: I could mail them, or I could send them with Chris when he goes back, but you'd have to drive to Mount Dora to get it. I mean, we'll see what happens. They're coming, I promise. Um, But you could become a uh, a house member and, like Joel, join us on a future episode along with some other great perks. We are behind on some stuff. Obviously, life is uh, a little crazy. Oral is in the sky most of the time, so we are trying to get caught up as best we can, and we promise we will get everything caught up, and you will get all of the Extra bonus content that we promise you um, in the not too distant future. But you can check that out and join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flame on show and check out our website at flameonshow.com.
0: I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Leah Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get
1: your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.
3: Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com.
1: All right. We got one last topic before we hit our one-ups. We are going to go from the U.S. across the pond to talk some Drag Race UK versus the world. Also known as International All-Stars where I feel like every time Ruth sends somebody home, she has to remind herself not to say, you are, it will always be an all-star. you are always be always be what is it a global phenomenon Phenomenon.
2: that's it phenomenon (laughs) phenomenon astrophysicist she's like
1: so we have nine queens competing for the title of uh not Queen of the Universe. That was a whole different show. Whatever they're calling this. Yeah. Queen of the Universe. Um, whatever this title is. And they are competing for a cash prize of royalties from a song that they're going to record with RuPaul.
0: <laughs> with RuPaul. <laughs> In a studio <laughs> with
1: RuPaul's pre-recorded track.
0: Okay, yes. Kind of like what they and do it. on every episode or every heard. season right now. Yeah.
1: So we have queens representing the U.S. in Mo Hart, who finally changed her name on the show, um, and Jujubee. <laughs> we've got from Canada, Lemon and Jimbo. From the U.K., we've got BBC, Blue Hydrangea, Bag of Chips, and Cheryl Hole. From <laughs> Holland, we got Janie Kay. And from... Um, Thailand, the first time competing on the show and not judging slash hosting is Pangina Heels. Did I get them all? I was doing this without looking. I think there I got she them did. all. Success. You got them all. <laughs> Normally I forget. A queen. There's always one. This time I got it right. So, um, and you know, it's funny. I said BBC for a reason. And I think it's, and there was kind of talk and a little bit of joking about why they did it because BBC three was an online only platform for a while. And the relaunch of it as a, an actual television uh, network was February 1st, which was also the premiere date for UK versus the world. It was one of the relaunch programs for the network as a television station. And um, so there was kind of talk that they cast those three Queens because their initials were B, B, C. I don't know how true that is. Maybe it's just uh, a wild conspiracy theory in the vein of, um, you know, this just happened to work out. But at the same time, Blue, Baga, and Cheryl were the first three queens that stepped out on the show. So, BBC did open up the show.
2: I mean, uh, maybe, maybe they just like BBC.
1: <laughs> I mean...
2: I mean, BBC does open up the show. Like, hmm. I mean, B- B- BBC is nice.
1: <laughs> I mean, if is that what we're calling it now? It's the show?
2: <laughs> it's an extravaganza.
1: what that Kerbussy do?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Come on, Megamouth. Uh, <laughs> anywho. <laughs> so... Um, When the show started, why why didn't they go into the workroom? I don't understand this still. I don't get why they had them come out on the stage. Like It was cute, and they did the, the whole, like, reveal yourself moment. But, like, it just was so weird. And then, really, did they all have a look over there moment and then... RuPaul just appeared on a fucking scissor the, lift. The, the scissor lift,
4: lift, obviously, nobody saw it as they walked down the runway yeah. directly towards the scissor lift where RuPaul was standing atop of. Which
1: it probably wasn't there because I'm sure that that was a whole like couple of hours of Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they were probably like, okay, so now we're going to have you all look over here. We're going to wheel RuPaul in. You're all going to look over there and then turn around and act surprised like she just appeared out of nowhere. It's a fucking scissor lift. Like,
3: <laughs>
0: look, RuPaul will sit in a dress for hours. She's gotta wear sweatpants. You think she's gonna sit in a scissor lift for hours while y'all talk? No, <laughs> for real. Like,
1: <laughs> but like, my disbelief can only be suspended so much, and them not realize, like, them having to pretend like RuPaul wasn't there, yeah, it's just weird. Like, yeah. Anyway, but. It's been an interesting, as as some people have called it, uh, like Bussy, uh, a fever dream. Eh, the challenges are odd. Baga is making me not like her, and I love Baga Chips. Baga is like mm-hmm. was my absolute favorite from UK season one. Got me to too. got to spend time with her at DragCon. I interviewed all the girls from from season one. Baga was my fucking favorite. And I'm like, girl, what the fuck is... like? Why? What is wrong with you? And why are you acting like this? Although she seems to have... Maybe had a, a moment of clarity... In this latest episode from when we're recording. And maybe that will change how she presents herself on the show. I I am interested in I the mean, fact ju-ju, that...
4: Juju hasn't had one yet. So I don't know how bad it could have one. <sighs> i mean she didn't get a wake-up call even after queens of the universe Um, (laughs) look
0: they got what they paid for with juju (laughs) b
4: i mean i completely understand because if 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 juju knew ahead of time that there ain't no cash money prize why are you going to spend all that money? She she has been on this show 57 times now. Um, There's there only so much drag in the world you can buy.
1: Um, and I mean, most of her, like, her entrance looks are all, like... It's, it's always that. been dress. I mean, that's... It's Malkator, Like, <laughs> we know what we know. But yeah, I mean, All-Stars 5, like, she slayed the runways. Yes, But there was also a chance and a per diem, you know, every episode they get paid and all of these things. UK versus the world. Okay. No cash prize. All right. Um, Let me go. Let me, where where is, where's that inflatable? All right. I can wrap this around myself and put some polka dots on it. Yeah, that's good. Uh
0: Where's the wig? Where's the wig? Okay. Here we go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll at least shake it out of the bag first before before I put it on my head.
0: Give maybe, give it, maybe give
1: it. Maybe give a little tease. <laughs> a little tease. As uh, I'm running
0: towards the stage,
1: blew <laughs> <laughs> it down. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I first off, I did not watch Thailand either season, but I will say, I Pangina heals from episode one. I am down if she wins. I am a million percent okay with that. She is yes. turning yep. it. I also am not mad about the fact that she don't give a flying fuck about um, how, like, she's just play, she's playing the game. The, in a sense, the most naively. I don't know if that's exactly if that's a proper what, word.
4: What what, yeah. what did the country of Canada do to hurt her?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: Thailand and Canada are broken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lemon was unoriginal, and Jimbo was a two-faced uh, snake. I
4: I, I will give it that Lemon obviously did not emote in her face as she performed. However, how many times do girls come for a talent show with some format
0: of that bitch track type I thing? I mean, five of them lip-synced. How, how unique is that among that group, even? I mean... <laughs> But the other ones weren't in the
1: bottom. And honestly, like, even though there were issues, like, I had an issue with Janie's sleeves, you know, like flopping underneath. Um, But quick change. That wasn't quick change. It was.
4: Not great. The first first outfit you could maybe say was quick change. But just stripping to another thing, that isn't necessarily quick change to me.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, if you haven't seen it, um, go to YouTube and look up Ivy Winters, uh, My Strongest Suit, Yeah, from <laughs> Battle of the Seasons years ago. That bitch, over the course of that five and a half, six-minute song, because it's not a short song, um, does, like, 10 or 12 different quick changes, including, like, pulling up the hoop and then, like, dropping it a second later and being in a whole, like, in, like the whole outfit mm-hmm. change. Like... That is perfection. Yeah. I'm not saying Janie's was great and she deserved to be in the bottom two. But the overall performance, I think, was definitely better than Lemon. Yeah. Because Lemon looked like she could not have given any less of a shit that she was there. And maybe maybe yeah. she didn't know that there was no prize money. Maybe that she found out when RuPaul was <laughs> on the scissor lifts. <laughs> I mean, that's what she says on Twitter was, you know, like every like once she found that out, she telepathically was saying, please send me home. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> I mean, there is a way like the U.S. girls and a little bit of the U.K. girls know the backlash and the vitriol that the toxic fandom uh, that's part of Drag Race can can give and that plays a lot into like, oh, well, who do I send home or what do I do? Because now you're trying to figure out how to not have death threats sent you all the time. Pangina doesn't really have that mentality. And she's like, I, I think this was the worst of the two. I'm going to send you home. And I think when we come back into the workroom, she's going to talk about the fact that Jimbo flat out admitted to, oh, if I save you, you're going to save me. Cool. Got it. And then pulling out Jujube's lipstick out of her titty and okay. realizing that if she turned on you, she's going to turn on anybody. And that's not how I want to play this game and had no problem taking her out. I'm not mad about that. I'm honestly kind of glad. Same. At me, everybody out there. I'm no, glad. There are,
4: there, there are ways that Jimbo could have just basically straight up said in that workroom instead of kind of floundering around just said no you know what jujube you were more competition to me than um cheryl hole and i want this so bad that i am going to send the stronger people home and just come up and own it instead of the whole wishy-washy oh well i i i said the same thing to cheryl there was no
1: one uh, yeah and a very hokey-pokey explanation.
4: Well,
0: exactly. with Jimbo, you can't tell where the character ends and where the person starts. So I think that's also a thing that like, if I was in that workroom, I'd be like, I don't know what your deal is. You need to go because I can't trust that you'll not screw me over. Um, but I do want to challenge. I don't think Pangina is naive. I think she knows who she's sending home. She can just articulate herself better than the others. Because I, I don't think I don't... There's, there's strategy in sending Jimbo and Lemon home. There is oh, a absolutely! Yeah. I don't.
1: When I say naive, I I don't mean in her thought process. I mean in the grander scheme of like the social oh, okay. media, the the yeah. backlash, the fan backlash. She's playing the game properly. She's yeah. playing the game the way that if we didn't have social media, that I think Everything. everybody would play the game because yeah. it's like, hey, I'm gonna send this home. I mean, honestly, as I still fucking hate it because. It was her first time in the bottom, but when Naomi sent Manila home, that was fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you can like she's playing the game, and as much as I I hated it because like I think Manila could have taken it.
4: Manila yeah. probably would have won that season,
1: yeah, if she had made the final.
0: Yeah, but both girls were going to send her home either way, even if Monet would have won. So I, <laughs> like,
1: absolutely, but <laughs> at the same time, like, but you know what I mean, like,
0: yeah, that's how yeah, you're playing play.
1: the game that's you're taking out your competition and you know like if you have a chance to take a shot you take the shot yeah but there are a lot of girls who don't
4: because i mean i don't remember who said it it might have been on race chaser but people say well you know what i want i want to beat this biggest competition at the end well If they're in the bottom, you beat them that episode. You can send them home. It's fine. You still beat them over the course of the season. You sent them home.
0: Yeah, I think there's just this fear of like keeping like a Roxy Andrews type. Let's be real throughout the whole. <laughs> well, that's, competition. That's,
4: that's the two different well, right aspects, right? Juju B is the Roxy Andrews. Yeah,
0: of she is. UK but versus the world again with yeah. a little more personality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I want I want them to drag Juju thinking she is going to be the goat. Yeah. And then she fucking like in the last like, episode or two fucking turns it out and fucking t- like like y'all thought you were just going to keep me around because I wasn't doing well, right? And then fucking busts out like down like fucking everything.
4: <laughs> I and mean then wins it. I, I mean you definitely saw a little bit of good Juju in the reading challenge. Oh. Because that's pretty much the only good thing about that reading challenge. Um, yeah.
1: How the fuck did Monique Hart fuck up the reading challenge that bad? She needs mo time in the library, <laughs> is what she needs. Did you see?
4: Did you see Lemon's TikTok? Um, yes, uh,
1: Twitter, where she did
4: the reading challenge. Mm-mm. It was fucking fantastic. It's very good.
1: I, I I'll have to go check that out. But Juju fucking slate, and I think has one all three Every reading, reading challenges challenge. that yeah, she's that been she, in? Yeah. yeah. I love what, what Rue's like, the winner of the reading challenges, Juju B. She's like, again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, bitch. Yes. I mean, she's literally still, how many years later? 12 years later? Still has, like, two of the most iconic reads ever in Legendary. More like leg Legs and dairy. And, dairy. <laughs> and then, was your barbecue canceled? Because your grill is fucked.
0: Like... I, I still think about the Alexis Mateo one. The, I don't want to talk about your way, but when you work in the UK, do they pay you in pounds? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, 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 I, I missed that Juju. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. I still want, I would love to see Juju be win because I still mm-hmm. think that there was, she, I will never say robbed because none of them are ever, nobody's ever guaranteed a win or, or the, the competition. But I think she was a, she, you a very good argument could have been made for All-Stars 5. For her to take
0: the
4: title
1: there, yeah. Um, I mean,
4: if if there hadn't been a tie on All Stars four,
0: that was the All Stars five. Yeah,
4: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I could, I definitely could have seen that as well. Uh, I'm glad Shay won. She did amazing, but Juju was right the fuck up there for me. Like Mm -hmm. that was that that could have that could have been a well deserved win for her. So I would love to see that. Um, But aside from her, I'm like pretty much at this point. I'm I want Pangina to win. I could see Juju, Pangina, Baga as top I three. Don't,
4: I don't know why um, RuPaul will not give Blue a top finish in any of these challenges. Because, especially this last episode, I think that Blue turned it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And I was sad to see Cheryl go... I really wish she would have gotten a win before she was eliminated, but I was happy to see that Juju did not go home. And somebody on Twitter made the observation, uh, been in the bottom 11 times, and the only person to ever send her home is RuPaul. (laughs) Iconic.
0: (laughs) Because she's only been told to
1: sashay away twice. And it was by RuPaul in season, the final three of season two. Yeah, um, where they went to the top two, and the final episode of All Stars 1 when it went down to they eliminated Chanel and Juju and it went yeah, down yeah. to the top two. Yeah. Aside from that, any other time that she's been in the bottom, she's either lip synced her way out or not been eliminated. So yeah, I mean that bitch. That bitch got Thane power. Yeah. Except on Queen of the <laughs> Universe, where you know in and right the fuck back out
0: look it didn't have drag race in the title don't count don't count
1: (laughs) they 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 said hey jujubee can you just like i know we're gonna start filming this other show here tomorrow can you just pop over and do can you do can you do a hot spot real quick (laughs) just go in sing a song okay and uh and then we're just right back out we'll get you right into filming okay cool cool yeah but yeah i who do y'all think uh who do you see it as the top three in uh uk versus the world
4: Uh, for me Pangina um,
0: Blue and probably Janie okay Uh, I mean I would like I think Pangina is the one to to take it personally but uh, top three I'd kind of like to see Mo get up there again and maybe Blue I don't care for Baga so uh, I'm sorry I don't agree with y'all on that one (laughs) Bag of oh, chips but- is
1: stunning. Bag of chips is class. Sorry.
0: Bag of chips is... She takes it up the ass, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
1: but that's why she's good at what she does, unlike Matty Morphosis.
0: Exactly. Talking it
1: all right back around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what we call a callback. <laughs> yes.
1: So... Drag Race US Season 14 Friday nights on VH1 or um, on other platforms, including Wow Presents if you're outside of the US. UK versus the World Tuesdays uh, on Wow Presents Plus. So go check them out. Lots of drag, lots of uh, peoples in in tights and wigs and dresses, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns, <laughs> or what B <Jujubee laughs> is wearing. What you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dear listeners, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We hope you've been enjoying this episode. Don't forget, check us out on our website, flameonshow.com, and uh, help support our show and help us keep on making these great episodes for you by going to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash flameonshow. And if you join at your house, at the house level, you could be a guest host on the show, just like Joel is on this one. All right, y'all let's do it we have made it to the end of the episode we are going to talk about the one-ups the things that are giving us life 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 again if my soundboard was working properly mariah would would play (laughs) Uh, these are the things that have really tickled our fancy this month so let's go with bj first what is your one-up
2: um so my one-up is the cuphead show uh, based off the video game series, uh, it is 100% animated similar to, like, the old cartoons of, like, the 19, like 1960s, 1950s. Everything's alive. Everything has a face. Um, but the super interesting thing about it to me is, because it's Black History Month, um, that this style of animation has had very racist roots back in the day. Um, the thing about Cuphead that I like is that you... Everything is alive. So you literally have characters that are just like a living telephone. Um, Cuphead and Mugman, Cup and a Mug, Elder Kettle, their grandfather type character that just like hangs out with them or gives them orders. Um, and interesting thing is the voice actor for Cuphead is the same voice actor as Spongebob, and he he doesn't really do much other than SpongeBob, so it's actually nice kind of hearing him in this kind of like old style type of voice uh, acting. Um, And Wayne Brady plays uh, King Dice, uh, one of the uh, main antagonists of the show. So um, he's actually really, really good. uh, And I can't wait. I hope it gets renewed because it's a really good show. Good.
1: That is on Netflix, right? That just dropped like this past week?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, This weekend.
1: This weekend. Awesome. Yep. I know I was getting push notifications for it and uh, I have not searched nor played or really done anything with Cuphead. So I was like, damn (laughs) you, Netflix, you're really trying to push this on me. Uh, All right. That's the Cuphead show on Netflix. Eric, what you got?
4: So a couple quick shout outs. Uh, Last episode, uh, my one up was the trailer for Legend of Vox Machina, which now all 12 episodes have been released on Amazon Prime. And that show is freaking amazing, and everybody should watch it. And because I got Amazon Prime, I also binged the two seasons of The Boys that are out, which the third season is coming up in June. And the spin-off, The Boys Diabolical, which is kind of the matrix, the animatrix for the boys universe. Um, which is all a bunch of animated shorts set in the boys universe is going to be coming out soon. I don't know the exact date, but the, there's uh, a trailer out for that. May, I believe. Yeah. And May. so that'll be interesting to see lots of violence. Um, but mm-hmm. my one up is going to be the Olympics or at least uh, figure skating and curling, which are the only two sports I really pay attention to. Um, <laughs> now oh my God. Are people. y'all,
1: are y'all now figure skating while curling? Do you have to do like no, a triple sow cow into like throwing your, your stone? Cause <laughs> I would totally be down to watch that, not do it, but watch that. Uh,
4: pretty much. Uh, no. Um, but in figure skating, um, the U S won a couple medals. Uh, Nathan Chen got redemption for Pyeongchang when he came back and he won the gold for the men's event. Um, the On the women's side, there was a hole to do about the 15-year-old from Russia um, who tested positive to a banned substance. But they still let her skate anyways because she's so young and doesn't know what she's doing. Um, and she was in first at the short program and then fell a couple times in the free skate, fell to fourth, and then had a complete emotional breakdown afterwards. And it was very sad. And her coach is a complete bitch. And I hope is barred from any future competitions. Um, but curling, uh, the U.S. men they placed fourth after a hard-fought bronze medal game against Canada, um, and then Sweden ended up winning the gold after a crazy match against Great Britain. Um, How hot but, were the
1: guys on the Swedish team this year?
4: They're okay, always cool hot. It's, it's the same. It's the same <laughs> team for me. Oh, my gosh. Um, The skip from Sweden now has um, an Olympic bronze, silver, and gold medal. Um, And he is the goat of curling, basically. Um, And he could do many, many things to me. Um,
1: (laughs) With or without that berm.
4: Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But that is it for me.
1: Nice. Olympioks from Eric. Joel, what is your one-up?
0: Uh, my one-up is no surprise. It is the Power Ranger comics from Boom Studios. Uh, currently, the two main going ongoing series are Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers, and they just wrapped up the Eltarian War event. And right now, on issue 17, that'll be coming out in March, they will start with a new writer on one of the books, and they'll be doing kind of a jumping on point. And from the solicits that we've seen for the upcoming months, they'll be p- pulling in villains and other characters from other series that exist and it's going to be crazy and wild and i also want to shout out the current mini that they have going on called power rangers universe which is a origin story for not only one of the major antagonists from the series but also the idea of power rangers themselves in our universe and it's very good um, and it's got a bunch of uh cast of characters that are male and female in different colors that wouldn't normally have those kind of gender types there's also a non-binary ranger in that group as well
1: but nice. that's awesome uh mm-hmm. and I, I saw that you uh were were throwing some shade at a a particular former ranger
3: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: as long, yeah. as, not, as long as it's not Austin St. John, then I don't care who you throw shade it, to from the original it, it, cast.
0: It was is Kimberly, her little self, trying to be like, they should put us in the new franchise that they're doing. I'm like, y'all have not cared about this in 25 years. Just say you want a paycheck and let's go. Come on now. <laughs> so you're broke. But mm-hmm. Amy Jo Johnson was very formative to me in my youth. Uh-oh.
1: So, I mean, you know, Be shady. That's what we love about it. So (laughs) 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 my one up is uh, an album that I mentioned briefly in passing earlier, came out on the 11th. It um, it is the first album from her in, uh, oh goodness, I want to say six or seven years without looking it up. Um, but this is the new album from Josh Stone called Never Forget My Love. I had mentioned it briefly as a one-up um a few like um, two months ago when Never Forget My Love had come out as a single. Um I hadn't really had a chance to sit with it at that point, but the album came out and I while I was doing some emails first thing in the morning, I said to myself, "Why not? Let's check this out." <laughs> And the second single from the album is called Breaking Each Other's Hearts. It's the lead track off the album. It is bloomy. It is powerful. If you don't really know Joss Stone, she be- uh, became popular in the early 2000s for her, um, her soul covers. Her first album was called The Soul Sessions, Volume 1. And I think she was probably 15, 16, 17 years old. And this little skinny white girl from the uk belting out power soul ballads just took the world by storm it was kind of like the the soul version of uh leanne rhymes in the country world and she has put out some amazing records i adore her i hadn't seen her live since 2005 i got to see her it's i went and saw a gavin DeGraw concert and never saw gavin DeGraw. Because Joss Stone performed <laughs> first and we left right after that. But um, she put out an album with Dave Stewart called LP1, which she wrote and recorded in a week in Nashville, in her studio in Nashville. And I was so excited because this album is a return to their collaboration. I don't know if he worked on Water for Your Soul with her, but Joss Stone and, and Dave Stewart put together great music. She was touring with this album. And I was going to go to Nashville to see her. She got COVID. So I'm glad I did not um, buy tickets. Because she ended up canceling um, the last set of shows. But the album is fantastic. If you like sad soul music. Right up your alley. There are some really cute songs. Um, Ooh, To Be Loved By You. Or I think it might be, just be called To Be Loved By You. Um, <laughs> is the third Single and it's uh it's really cute as well, and the most positive and, and kind of upbeat love song on the album. So go check it out. I highly recommend joss Stone, Never Forget My Love. That will do it for us. Dear listeners, thank you for hanging out with us and uh letting us tell you what we have enjoyed this month in pop culture. Joel, thank you for being our first house member to come on and guest. Uh, be a guest host on the show how did you enjoy your experience here with us
0: i loved it i had a blast i'm so happy y'all had me on here to talk about nerdy stuff
1: yes maybe maybe <laughs> maybe we'll bring you back on again we'll see we'll see i would love it well let's audience you gotta let us know if you enjoyed joel on the show and then maybe we <laughs> could bring him back
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right y'all with that being said thank you all so much for hanging out with us we'll be back in two weeks with our next microsode and uh, again next month for another pop culture roundup. So until next time, Bobby Uch.
3: bye. bye. bye.